Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Go back down. This is Good Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck. Thompson, with me as always, the one who knows just about everything there is to know, including the dumbest things found around the world on this April Fool's Day, Mr. Nathaniel Paul Thurston. Your mic just did that thing. It was really quiet when you came in. And then, you know, it's got to be the noise gate turned up too high. When you were yelling, it was backing off a lot of your mic. Mm. And then when you got quieter, you actually got louder on the mic. that? Anyway, I'm sure everyone was really, really concerned about that. This is... Good morning, Liberty. Nate and Chuck bringing you the dumb every single mm. Friday when we want to, which we always want to do this episode because it's the most fun and overall the easiest episode that we can do. So we spent a few <laughs> minutes on each topic just talking about how freaking dumb it was. Then a live group gets to vote on which one of those things. And this time we actually did include something that we talked about earlier in the week because mm. I just, you know, I really wanted it to be included in the voting so we could see. So anyway, if you are interested, go to joingml.com so you can vote. By the way, this is a paid membership. You can go to joingml.com. It'll stick you in the Discord, but you're not going to have access to any of the channels. All right, everyone else is paying to be here. And uh, you know what? You're getting to chat with us, watch us live every day, and vote. That's a invaluable thing. We're not just going to give it away for free. Mm-mm. All right. So anyway, to quote um, the immortal uh, Rod Blagojevich. So any, <laughs> anyway... <laughs> the, we also you have, know the thing. We also have really good pre-show discussions. I mean, yeah, that was a good one today. Yeah, sometimes they're boring personal stories, but a lot of the times, I mean, they can get pretty deep if you mm-hmm. know what I mean. So you might want to sign up, joingml.com. You want to be a part of that at least. All right, so there's ten dumb bleeps today, Charlie. We're gonna have to get. We just spent twenty minutes in the pre-show talking about libertarian messaging strategy and mm. philosophy behind certain hot button issues. So anyhow, dumb bleep number one, as usual, we like to start you off easy because it's going to get real, real dumb. And so we'll just go through a few easy ones here to start with. And I just wanted to point this out. President Biden's approval rating has fallen to the lowest level of his presidency, despite the booming economy, according to a new NBC News poll. I believe this came from the Discord. Thank you to whoever sent this in. We appreciate it. Despite... The booming economy, his approval rating just keeps going down. It's almost like that's a totally fake narrative Mm. that has no basis in reality whatsoever. What booming economy? Yeah, I don't know. Booming inflation. Inflation's booming. I guess guess so. We 
allowed a record number of people to reclaim the job status that they had before they were pushed out of those jobs mm. during the pandemic. Also uh, portrayed as job creation by the administration. COVID's gone. Doesn't exist anymore, mm -hmm. except for some people, which we'll talk about here uh, with some of the future dumps coming up. It does still exist. So the, the reason that the poll numbers keep going down is because it's a made-up issue, and it doesn't matter how many times you sit here and say something over and over again. Even if you're online and you're arguing with people and you pretend that it's true while you're online, um, it doesn't actually make it true. And while people might be out there talking about all the growth numbers, and you could go out there on social media if you're on the left and talk about all the growth numbers in your real life, like, you know, it's not true. Okay. You know, you know, it isn't. Maybe you want to get some, some sweet tweets every once in a while talking about it, but you actually know it's like a, if we just sat here and Charlie told me, he was like, no, Nate, you're not very busy. No, you don't have, this is actually the most free time you've ever had. You're not swamped at all. Yeah. In fact, we, this is true. Have the most spare time that we've ever had. And you just say that over and over again and just talked about it. Just told me every day. Maybe eventually I'd say, well, this is the most spare time I've ever had, but some, there would be this deep inner feeling I would have that I, I don't have much available time right now. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's like I would still know. doesn't matter how many times you try to brainwash me. So anyway, that's why that's so dumb, that despite this fake thing, people are still upset. Mm. That's weird. It's a, like the media questioning their ability to brainwash people. They just can't figure it out. Booming economy, folks. I yeah. Mean, I sent you an email, by the way, with this uh, PowerPoint in it, if you want to ever know in a, advance. What a kind gentleman. What's going on. Just uh, just so you know. Um, like we said, keeping it light for a minute. Some stuff that's just easy to brush over. All right. Dumb believe number two. Top Republicans consider impeaching Joe Biden after midterm elections. Once again, from the live, from the Discord group. Yeah. And this is uh, an article from Breitbart. So we told you this would be happening, by mm -hmm. the way. Like once you set the precedent, they're they're all going to try to do the same thing. So, uh, and then what's next? Kamala Harris? Great. I mean, it, she sounds like she can say words, but she can't put them together. So she doesn't really like fumble in that essence. She can physically say the she words, can, which yeah. is a step up. Yes. Yeah. Now whether they're the uh, formulated correctly and coherent that's up for discussion mm -hmm. uh, i would lean towards they're not i don't understand a word she says not that i can't hear the words i don't understand what she's trying to communicate if anyone that is mute ever runs for president i'll give them all my money i hope they win <laughs> you just imagine we don't have to hear a single damn thing they ever say <laughs> That'd be we'll awesome. just hear the computer version of what they typed out. Now, what we do have to, so this doesn't mean that we don't think Biden deserves to be impeached, right? I mean, because pretty much every president deserves to be impeached for some reason. They've, they've oh, yeah. violated the Constitution. They've violated their oath of office. I mean, it's he a normal to thing. to be impeached as vice president. Yeah. They, do, they do it for breakfast. They do it before breakfast. It's like mm. getting up and working out in the morning. Only they get up and they violate the Constitution. That's what they do. But the only one person really got caught, which was Nixon. Poor guy. Yeah. I guess Trump, you know, he got two impeachments, so he's winning he's <laughs> for sure. And now we can't, like you said, Chuck, we can't do this every four years. Like this can't be the oh, thing they that we will. do. Oh yeah. They will. It's now precedent by the way. So they, I just, this is going to come. The only thing I could figure out by the way is maybe because 
okay, we're saying Kamala should be way worse, right? Well, maybe they know that. And so right now what you have is a potential that Kamala is going to run in 2024. And she's basically hasn't done anything since becoming vice president. And maybe that's part of the strategy because if you don't do anything, it's tough to make people hate you, I guess. And maybe they would want Kamala to be up front so people could see her fail before she runs for re-election just to make everything way worse. I don't know. Listen, he wouldn't actually get removed from office, but we'll see what comes from this whole laptop fiasco. I don't know. At least he could have an impeachment on his record Yeah, and be halfway to Trump. Maybe he could use 25th Amendment. I mean, listen, the guy's clearly not there. He's not here right now. Mm -hmm. You're trying to reach the president? He's not here right now. That's the answer at all times. You can't even reach him for your car's extended warranty. Speaking. And those guys can reach everyone. Speaking of not here right, you're looking something up right now. What you're looking for? No, I'm just, uh, just going into my email. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So that's dumb leap number two. I don't think we should do this. I don't think that this should become a normal thing that we do all the time, just impeach everyone who's in office, unless it's done for the right reasons, in which case this would be required for every president forever. I would just want it to be done for the right reasons if they're going to do it, which would require having the right principles. And so that means it's not the reason that they're doing it. We know that. I'll tell you something, Nate. Yeah. You may have sent this to someone, Mm -hmm. not me. That's not good. So. Well, good, good luck with that. Just letting you know. Dumb leap number three. Speaking of Biden's not here right now. So on his speech, in his speech, uh, I can't remember what day this was, maybe Monday or Tuesday. He had to use a cheat sheet while he was doubling down on his over the weekend messaging, which was crazy to begin with. Now, he said that uh, Putin couldn't remain in power. And what was funny is at first... People on the left came out and said, this is the tear down this wall moment for Biden. This is amazing. And then they were like, oh, no, 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 we didn't mean that. We didn't mean it. And that's weird to me because I don't, okay, you're sending people bombs and all kinds of stuff to fight Putin and to fight Russia. Mm-hmm. But they got to walk back this moment where he says that Putin shouldn't be in power. You're literally supplying weapons to fight the person in a war. But you can't say these words that he should mean. That whole thing was really weird to me. But the cheat sheet is really funny. And so the president right here of the United States of America, the most powerful country in the world, he just can't answer any just simple, simple questions. They actually were able to catch it this time. On the next one at the top of it, it'll say, don't show this where cameras can see it. It'll say that at the very top. Are you of the serious? Page. No, I'm saying the next one will say that. Oh, okay. So the, the paper right here says, tough Putin Q&A talking points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If you weren't advocating for regime change, what did you mean? Can you clarify? And then his answer is written out. I was expressing the moral outrage I felt toward the actions of this man. I was not articulating a change in policy. Now, they ought to know better than give him a word like articulating. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Can't expect can't expect that. This is well. They're walking it back because it would be very dangerous to um, insinuate whatsoever that they would try to remove Putin. 
Yeah. That would that would start the nuclear war. Or that he should be removed. But you're fighting a war again. You're giving people weapons to fight him to yeah, fight his army. Yeah, but they can still distance themselves from that. <laughs> but if the president actually come out and comes out and says our goal is to remove Putin, then that that's an act of war. Yeah. Okay. Even though we technically have an act of war, it's just kind of like under the table. Yeah, so as long speak. as you give other people yeah. the uh, stuff. I'll try to send this to you again while you're going over this. I just found this kind of funny for, from Kathy. <clears throat> All right, Kathy Griffin, don't believe number four. She tweets out a picture with a Band-Aid on her arm and says, fourth booster, Gers. There's a, it's hard to pronounce. Gers. Yeah. She goes, oh. And CVS gave us eight free COVID tests for getting boosted. What would you need to test for? It's a good deal. Why would you? It's a great deal. Why would you need COVID tests for what? You got four boosters and plus the original shot. Mm. What would you need? I I don't understand. Yeah. There's no way you're not, you're not getting anything now. You probably won't get a common cold. Do you think she saw the, irony in her tweet when she was tweeting it or just really didn't like oh i got my fourth dose of a vaccine for this thing plus i get eight free tests to test myself for the thing that i just got my fourth shot to prevent me from getting (laughs) what a great deal super great deal that's awesome i tried to send it to you again by the way it's to your that's fine i like like looking over here i it's sometimes it's good because you get you guys don't realize Charlie's got no idea what's coming up here. And you get his fresh, immediate reaction to whatever it is. To dumb. When yeah. you hear him read it, that's the first time that he even knew that it was going to be in here. Most of my reactions are somber. <laughs> um, I'm sad mm-hmm. at just how dumb. You're sad at, are. at everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I just feel, I just feel sad that we even have to talk about these things. <laughs> You know, because I try to give people, individuals, a lot of credit. You know, I, it, my philosophy in life is I do, I think most people, um, not that they're inherently good, but I do believe most people inherently have a lot of potential and that they could do really great things. And then I see this type of stuff and I'm just like, yeah, there's no hope for that person. Too far gone. To quote. So that, then I'm sad. To quote uh, Batman Begins, um, you are what you do, you know, not mm. not what you could do. Kayla says I need to lower my expectations, probably. Yeah. I mean. You also have to look at not only the people have potential to do great things, they have potential to do really terrible things. Oh, I know that. And those both exist, mm-hmm. and you can't overweight either one of them. So. That's, I just, I guess I want it for them. Yeah. So then that's why I, I put more emphasis on the potential for good. So I just, because I want them to do that because I don't like seeing people suffer. Mm. I mean, that's why they call me a, a greedy capitalist, but you know, I, it's, it's for the people. You re, you have to give up on having a positive outlook on things. Honestly, this is not Wednesday, Charlie. It's Friday. We I don't have to do, do that. that. Yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> okay. Number five. It doesn't mean I won't call her dumb because <laughs> Kathy Griffin's pretty dumb. Number five, we're going to stay with, uh, dedicated to the COVID hysterians out there. I've called them hysterians now, which I thought was pretty funny. (laughs) So the COVID hysterians out there, number five, this article that also came in through the private discord. Thanks for sending that in how I'll decide when it's time to ditch my mask. 
don't you tell me. Now, this is from sciencenews.org. <laughs> All right, so you need to listen to this. This is how this scientist is uh, going to come up with this. And listen, it's a long article talking about it. Towards the end of it, she says, I'll tell you a secret. I don't really like wearing masks. Well, I don't know what her accent is like. They can be hot and uncomfortable. They leave lines on my face, and sometimes masks make it hard to breathe. At the same time, I know that wearing a good quality, well-fitting mask greatly reduces the chance of testing positive for coronavirus. In one study, N95 or KN95 masks reduced the chance of testing positive by 83%. Well, that's interesting. I was like, man, I need to see the study. Oh, yeah, we already ripped that freaking study apart like a billion times on here. That's the one where they didn't take into consideration how long people were in public, how often they went in the public, anything like that. So it was people who were scared sitting at home, but when they did go out somewhere for three minutes and they put on a KN95 mask, then they were counted in the study, even if the people who didn't wear a mask literally uh, just licked other people's faces for the entire two weeks of the study, those two things have no separation between them in the study. There was no control whatsoever. Uh, So that's a part of that study. And then she also talks about, uh, let's see, in school districts with mask mandates had about a quarter of the number of in-school infections as districts where masks weren't required. And then she cites another study that uh, should not have even been introduced into the public discourse whatsoever, where even in some of the cases, uh, the time frame that they chose, some of the schools weren't even open for the entire time frame. <laughs> Really? Those, those kids were at the park. In sciencenews.org. Playing with their friends. God. Okay. So, listen, sciencenews.org, great stuff right there. Really, really good throwing out. But, you know, I, look, how I'll decide when it's time to ditch my mask should be the same for every individual. Oh, yeah. And most people have decided to ditch it altogether. Well, and... I finally went to a doctor's appointment the other day. I didn't did I tell you about this, where it said masks are optional mm. it's like finally because everywhere else in tennessee you can go i could i could literally lick the anything anywhere i go yeah except for doctor's offices they were the ones that were still like requiring you to wear a mask uh, actually the only place i can't go is my kid's school still now everyone in there is not wearing no one's wearing a mask inside but the parents coming to drop off or pick up your kid you have to wear a mask um but it, finally, I went to a doctor's appointment where I wasn't required to wear one. So I wanted to I was excited about that. Add this on. I had to go to the doctor the other day, and I had to put on a mask mm-hmm. to to do it. So you've got a more free doctor than I do. Now this was in on some of the dumb bleep stuff. I will just say real quick. I, you know, I don't. Um, it's dumb because this is from Doctor Leanna Wynn, who was the CNN course, the chief CNN lock people in their houses correspondent. They're going on for a while, but she's had a change over the last few months. And while what she said here is very much against what she's been saying over the last couple of years, I also want to point out that sometimes people can change a bit. And when they do, I think that we should, um, you know, be willing to uh, reward them for that or, you know, not just throw everything else back in their faces like all the dumb stuff they've been saying with their carrot or stick arguments that they've literally been making on CNN. She says, for those who don't agree that the vaccinated can return to pre-pandemic normal, I ask, what should we all do? Perpetual masking? Forever not dining out? Avoid large weddings and indoor gatherings, etc.? 
virtually everything has risk and zero COVID is not a viable strategy. Mm. Correct. Listen, amen and a woman. Correct. Now, I do wish that she had been saying that the entire time because that is the opinion of a lot of people uh, already that she was probably calling crazy Mm -hmm. there for a while. And she'll probably flip-flop on that first time we have some major spikes again. I don't know. But anyway, that statement. At least she came to her senses. Yeah. Uh, For now. Let's see. Okay. All right. I got to tell you, I was boiling last night when I read about this. Okay. I don't know why. All right. Don't believe number six. I haven't seen it. So there's an article associated with it too. Um, <clears throat> oh, so do I need to actually pull that up then? Um, if you, yeah, yeah. We still have some, uh, some show notes here. This has to do with Amazon and I'll just tell you, I, I got really upset about it. I'm not a big fan of unions. All right. Actually, I don't like public or private unions. You're not a union guy. Not a union guy. Mm. Now I will agree that you have the right. I was right. just talking about making this whole podcast union. <laughs> so, well, if we pay like union wages for uh, being on camera. Well, of course. Then I, oh, okay. Unions yeah. aren't that, but what I was going to say is that unions have their place. Just don't look at your health care bill. <laughs> okay. Unions have their place. It's fine. No, what I don't like public or private, but clearly you, you have the right to try and form a union in a, in a, private market if you want, but I also think that the private employer has the right to fire your ass as soon as, as soon as you do it, because they shouldn't be forced to have anyone on staff that they don't want to have on staff. So I, I think that that could be, uh, I don't know. I think that's a pretty easy principle to have, but I, I don't, I don't like the unions at all, whether they're public or private, especially not public, but even in private, what are you saying? You're saying that, um, Work should not, your pay should not be determined by your productivity at the job. That's not what it should be. It should be determined by the group that you've formed with other people and their bargaining power, which none of it has to do with their productivity as workers. And that doesn't sound like a very good idea. Yeah. I'll just say it that way. Anyway, go ahead. All right, so Dumbloop number six, Amazon union vote. Organizers see hope in two tight U.S. elections. So this this is coming down to an election here in Staten Island, New York. How does this work, by the way? I mean, can you just decide to vote on something and Amazon has to go with it? I mean, due to the labor laws that we've already got in place, and once they vote to do that, I think the only thing they could do to get out of it is close down the the plant or the or the uh, distribution facility oh, I would, once they do that i would do that so but hard that that's not rooted in very strong uh, research i've done on that topic just so everyone knows okay do your own research so in Staten island new york 1518 warehouse workers have so far voted yes to forming a union while 1154 have voted no looks like they're pretty split down the middle there According to an early tally on Thursday evening by the National Labor Relations Board, which is overseeing both elections, ballots will continue to be counted on Friday morning. Meanwhile, Amazon workers in Bessemer, Alabama, Bessemer, hey man, I'm from Bessemer, Alabama, appear to have rejected a union bid, but outstanding challenged ballots could change the outcome. Now, you notice they didn't mention anything about that in the New York one. No challenges there. Weird. 
The votes were 993 to 875 against the union. A hearing to review 416 challenged ballots is expected to begin in the next few days. So they're trying to overthrow democracy. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's what they're doing. If a majority of Amazon workers ultimately voted yes in either Staten Island or Bessemer, it would mark the first successful U.S. organizing effort in the company's history. Organizers have faced an uphill battle against the nation's second largest private employer, which is making every effort to keep unions out. In Staten Island, Amazon workers there are seeking longer breaks, paid time off for injured employees, and an hourly wage of $30, up from a minimum of just over $18 per hour offered by the company. Uh. So now who's pay now who's who pays for that? Uh, you do. You do. All of you. Yeah. In your Amazon Prime subscription. Which everyone was very upset about going up and which is only your, because of corporate greed. In so your you know. products. And it's probably, they probably saw this coming because the writing was on the wall that the, a lot of smart people were like, look, we predict that in uh, two years, the unions are probably going to be able to, you know, squeak this out and there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. Regardless, so, we have to prepare for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep, you guys do it. Great. That's awesome. Yes. I, I like Joe says here, fight for 40. I don't <laughs> think 30 is enough. And, and yeah. you're right. For, fight for 40 does have a good ring to it. And um, so why not 40? 400. Fight for 400. Why not? If yeah. numbers don't matter, then let's just keep fight, going. Fight for 40. So the, Give me a 40. I do Hopefully my, so I'm not against, obviously, if you're in a union, that's great. I hope that you're trying to be the absolute most valuable employee that you possibly can. I hope that you're trying to provide the most amount of value to people that you can. Uh, But that's not exactly what unions incentivize. Actually, they have no incentive structure for being a valuable employee. Uh, Maybe it's an incentive in the other direction. All I got to do is make sure that enough people are willing to vote along with you to raise your pay. You don't actually have to do the things required to get your pay raised that would be required in the market. So I think unions are overall bad for the market and for everyone that uh, is purchasing products or involved in the economy that those unions are in. Not saying you can't do it in a private market. You can't vote to do it. I don't think Amazon should be required to do it and they should be able to fire all of the employees that want to be a part of the union. That's you should be able to fire anyone for any reason. Mm -hmm. Still believe that. You should be able to fire anyone for any reason, including if they want to join a union or if they want to force you to have a union. Or just because mm-hmm. it felt for like any, it on that Tuesday. Yeah, because it's Tuesday and that person uh, is wearing a red shirt. Yeah. Out of here. All the people with red shirts on this Tuesday are gone. Gone. Absolutely out of here. Because You showed up 30 seconds early, you're fired. Yeah. You're out of here. I don't care what it is. Yep. I, if you're a valuable employee, you won't have to worry about that. And so you want to incentivize people being as productive as they possibly can, because mm-hmm. that's beneficial for everyone. So anyway, let's uh, get on to the next one here. What is it? Oh, it's going to be that Ron Perlman video. Oh, I love this. Oh, this is fun. This is so great. All right, let me pull I up. have seen this one. Yeah, I showed it to you. It was good. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. I've seen it. You, you <laughs> so you're prepared. It Should have had you do this one. No, don't believe number seven here. All right, let's uh, let's get this. Let me get this on the big screen for everyone. So you you guys know that don't say gay thing. It's been a thing. What? Don't say in Florida they've made it illegal to say the word gay. 
Mm. It's in a bill. It said you can't do it. So okay. we like this podcast can't go to Florida now? No. In fact, they've got these algorithms set up. We might actually get some paperwork in the mail. I'm not sure because we'll naturally be distributed to Florida, but they'll probably shut down any, they have control over the internet and everything. You know, they just because can't, they won't allow it. gay. Because I said gay. You said yeah. it. You just said gay. Well, I only said that because I was repeating Maybe you what said you... gay. It didn't say don't say gay unless you're talking about it. <laughs> anyway, let's play this ridiculous said, video. <laughs> don't say gay. <laughs> Let me make sure that the volume's going to be good. Oh, man. Good morning, Governor DeSantis. Ron here. Um, don't say gay. Don't say as the first two words in a sentence spoken by a political leader of a state in the United States of America, don't say, don't say you Nazi pig, say first amendment, read about it, <laughs> then run for office, you piece of shit. <laughs> Oh my God. He's so <laughs> clueless. What Daisy just said now is that was my first reaction. I love how he said, read about it. And it's talking about something he didn't clearly didn't read at all whatsoever. Does this qualify as a straw man? Yes. <laughs> right. Come on. You're creating this thing to argue. It's a completely fabricated issue yeah. that people are upset about. Yeah. And now it's even gone so far as him, this guy. So he's an actor. He's been in a bunch of movies. He was recently in the movie uh, Don't Look Up, which is a good movie. I think everyone should watch that movie. Um, saying, don't say in the words of spoken by a leader of it. No, no, he didn't say it. In fact, you did a, a complete <laughs> word search, didn't you? I brought it. Don't worry. Nate did an entire word search of the, of the document to make sure that it didn't say anything about don't say gay. Not only don't say gay, it actually doesn't even say the word don't or say or gay. We brought the receipt. So this is me. I took all the text of the bill and I put it into a Word document here. Now these little highlighted parts, these are like formatting issues and, uh, and you know, sentences, stuff like that. So th this is the text of the bill. And so I did a word search because I wanted to see what everyone's upset about. So I searched for the word don't and, um, You'll see no matches. Couldn't find what you're looking for. Do you want to look for something else? Yes, I do. In fact, word. I want to look for say. Say. The word say is not in the bill. Couldn't find what you're looking for. Do I want to look for something else? Yeah, let's look for gay. No matches. Not in there. Yeah. I mean, would you, would you watch that video from him and think, wow, those words are literally not in the bill. In fact... It's not even what the bill says, even if you take out our obvious like fun we're having with the fact that the words don't exist. Okay, so if it said you cannot speak about homosexuals, it, have, it doesn't say that either. I have a new right. t-shirt idea for everyone in the group to purchase. Um, that that you're you're working on that, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. There it is. What Don't say gay, gay. <laughs> Don't say gay, gay. All right. Who would, would anybody buy that t-shirt? I don't know. Th thumbs up. 
on the live group. I wouldn't buy it. I, I would. I, if I want to go to Florida, I don't want to have to get any kind of troubles. I would buy it for my beach trip. Okay, so we weren't going to talk about the Oscars and the thing, the slap. I am so... I can't describe to you how sick of hearing people talk about it I am. Like, that I don't even want to do... I'll probably censor this from the episode when I put it up because I don't want to hear about it anymore. But... People got to get political with it, so I figure we got to talk about it some. Did you see Jim Carrey's response to it, by the way? I did. Yeah. It was good. It was. Yeah, he was. He must have been having a good day. Yeah. <laughs> it was It was good. Yeah. All right, this from uh, Dumb Believe Number 8 from Sophie Hagen. Uh, she tweets out, she says, I think that Will Smith uh, should wait. Looks at hands. Oh, hang on. I'm quite white, so maybe I don't need to have an opinion on what a black man did to another black man because of what he said about his black wife. Maybe I should just shut up and listen. And this is, uh, this is a, I, I put this screenshot cause it was from a ridiculous article from the guardian too, but that let's stick on the first one for a minute. Cause they are, they're separate. Oh, okay. They're separate. They're separate, but they're in the same conversation. So yeah. just put them on one thing here. Well, I mean, to me, this was obvious, which is why we didn't talk about it, Nate. Yeah, you know because <laughs> that's why we could we can't have an opinion on this kind of stuff whatsoever. I mean, another human being slapping another human being, yeah. we can talk about unless they're black. Yeah, and you're white, and you can't and mention it exactly. Yeah, what? How do how do we do? How did this happen? How did it happen? You literally have to look at someone's skin color and say, oh, you know what? That person is uh, in a completely different world than I am. We don't exist on the same planet or the same country, or I don't watch their movies. Can I watch any movies from Will Smith? I'm wondering, like, I'm white. Can I go do mm -hmm. that? I just can't post any opinions about it. Yeah. I guess. This is what you got to do afterwards. Like, you're not allowed to comment on what two black people did? Apparently not. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And it's weird that she had to look at her hands. <laughs> yeah. To see huh. if she was white. Huh. Uh, like. Well, she's a comedian, so she was trying to add into that. Um, yeah, so then there's this other article, which is also, some of it is in the show notes. It says, white outrage about Will Smith's slap is rooted in anti-blackness. It's inequality in plain sight. <laughs> oh. Uh, help. Somebody help. What do we do? What do we do about this? This is where you just feel sad. I know. I'm telling you. It, you can't even be angry anymore. No. You just have to you just have to feel sad. I do feel sad about this, that this is a real thing. And we don't, we don't actually have to read the article if you don't want to, but I think everyone understands why this is so ridiculous. Listen, two famous people had an altercation, possibly. Tell you the truth, the more stuff I read about it, and I'm starting to think that maybe, maybe there is a chance that it wasn't planned. Possibly. I, yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought maybe there was a possibility, but you kind of convinced me it was. I mean, everyone's talking about the Oscars, which mm -hmm. was doing terrible for a long time. Yeah. Not great ratings. I'm not saying 
that it for sure was real and not planned. I'm just saying I've opened up to the possibility that it wasn't planned. Okay. Look at that. See, change can happen. Yeah. Look at that. (laughs) You can change your mind. You can be open to other possibilities. So I saw a a video clip of um, Chris Rock's face afterwards, like when they were doing the award afterwards. And I felt like I saw like real embarrassment on his face. It didn't look like he was acting or anything. He looked shook up and embarrassed. And I felt bad for him, actually. Mm -hmm. I kind of felt bad for him. I was like, I'm white. I can't feel bad for him. (laughs) (laughs) I can't feel anything (laughs) because you're white and part Asian. Yeah. So you can't have an opinion. I saw a video of his first stand-up. I think was on Tuesday after, you know, Sunday. And he comes out and he's like, that was everyone's weekend. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I had a pretty interesting weekend. Uh, But then he's like, I'm not going to talk about it yet. (laughs) He said he's still processing what happened. So I'm waiting to see how I feel about it whenever, like, Chris Rock tells me how he feels about it so that I can just make sure I have the same. You can't have any opinion on the issue anyway. Make sure I have the same opinion. That's a good meme, Matt, by the way. Was this slap planned? I'm not a slapologist. (laughs) There's no way of knowing. Yeah. Okay, number nine. Ooh. All right, there's a great article in here from Brad Palumbo uh, that's on fee.org that we'll put a link to the show notes in. Bernie Sanders, number nine, wants a 95% tax on big corporations' pandemic-era profits to bring down rising prices. He wants a 95% tax on their profits to bring down rising prices that he has absolutely no understanding of basic economics whatsoever. Mm. Yeah. No clue at all. Just first off on its head, you take away those profit. They're still allowed to make 5% of the profits, right? You think they're going to decrease the number that they're able to pull those profits from? Are they going to increase the number that they can pull the 5% from? Which one? Which one's it going to be? Because mm. that 5%, that's what they can still take. Why don't we make that 5% of a much bigger number? Yeah. That's what they'll do. First off, clearly obvious that that's what would happen. This happens in um, in healthcare. Just say that. This happens in a lot of a lot of things. It happens in uh, the military industrial complex. They'll say, well, we can only pay, uh, you know, 10% above the cost of doing this. So what happens? Magically, the cost goes... Way, way up. up so they can take the bigger 10% as a much bigger number. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go through a little bit of this article. This is this article right here is from Business Insider, and we'll throw in a little bit of Brad's article too. On Friday, Sanders introduced the Ending Corporate Greed Act. That's what this will do. It'll end corporate greed. They won't be greedy anymore as corporations. It's in the name of the bill. Yeah. Just, uh, just in case you're wondering, so that's what it does. Just like don't say gay. Yeah. Same thing, ending corporate greed. Under Sanders' plan, companies that make over $500 million in annual revenue would be taxed 95% on their windfall profits. That amount would be calculated based on their average profit level in the five years leading up to the pandemic. Something tells me it will not count their profit level in the year 2020. It will count up to 2019. Mm -hmm. I'm just guessing. Deemed a, quote, 
temporary emergency measure, end quote, the tax would only be in place from 2022 to 2024 until they vote to extend it. In a release, Sanders said the levy would bring in $400 billion in just one year. Quote, we cannot allow big oil companies and other large profitable corporations to continue to use the war in Ukraine, the COVID-19 pandemic, and the specter of inflation. Specter. To make obscene profits by price gouging Americans at the gas pump, the grocery store, or any other sector of our economy. As if inflation's still fake. It's a fake thing. It's only caused by just... rising prices. And if you take most of their profits, they will lower the amount of profits they're trying to make. Mm -hmm. I don't know why this kind of stuff really, I mean, my and their blood's stock, boiling. And their stock would probably shoot up mm -hmm. from there, you know? Which would lead to needing to tax the billionaires with the minimum yeah. income tax because they would make so much money from the mm -hmm. people's stocks going up. So I, the other thing I love, so we can't allow big oil companies and other large profitable corporations to continue to use the war in Ukraine, the COVID-19 pandemic, to make obscene profits. You know who's only allowed to use the war in Ukraine and the COVID-19 pandemic to take as much money from the American people as possible? Politicians. That's it. Those are yeah. the only people that are allowed to do that. The people that can put you in jail if you don't give them the amount of money they tell you you have to give them. Those are the people that can use the COVID-19 pandemic and the war in Ukraine to raise the amount of money that they're going to take from you to decrease the value of your currency. They can do it because those are, the, those are virtuous individuals who are performing a public service, a public duty for people, and they would only be in there to help people. That's the only reason that these, uh, these corporations, we can't allow them to take advantage of these times at all. So here's how much some of the firms would have paid in 2021, and here Berkshire Hathaway, 66 billion, Amazon, 28.6 billion, JP Morgan, 18.8 billion, Chevron, 12.9 billion, to name a few, literally to name a few, because if they go into some of the others, the numbers aren't going to be as good for them because I went through them. So um, the, the really annoying part to me on this whole thing is um, Chevron's, so just say Chevron. In 2020, their profits decreased by about $8 billion from 2019 because of the pandemic. Um, Amazon's went up, and it should have when the government was telling people that they couldn't go anywhere and they were closing businesses. Yes, Amazon's profits should have gone up because their value went up exponentially. Because people who were shopping in the streets started shopping online. Yes. Obviously, because people weren't allowed to go anywhere. And, and the businesses that you used to shop at were closed. In yeah. fact, they shut down all the mom and pop shops, but left open a few of the big giant corporations. Isn't that something? Yeah. Um, Berkshire Hathaway, their profits decreased by about $40 billion in 2020 from what they made the previous year. And JP Morgan saying, I think it was around 10 billion that they went down. So what do you do in years where they go down? Is there like a, let's see, windfall profits tax what do you call the opposite of that what's the opposite of fall <laughs> what's the opposite of wind a still jump losses credit <laughs> still jump loss credit yes 
I propose a still jump losses credit for everyone who lost money during the pandemic. <laughs> from the pandemic. They already gave that out though. PPP loans and everything. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. So, That's true. Yeah. They shouldn't have used all that to increase their profits for the following years. No one should take advantage of the American people except me. Those are the only people allowed That's, to do that. Yeah. That's it. Um, Brad said in here, this is uh, from the fee article. Link will be in the show notes. Hiking taxes on businesses would lead to higher prices and hurt, not help, average Americans. That's very true. Hiking business taxes naturally increases the cost suppliers face. It's also a textbook example of something that causes a decrease in supply. What happens when supply goes down? You guess that prices go up. Um, also, good uh, good thing. Uh, profits, by the way, are actually good. The they're a good thing and they can actually lead to lower prices on stuff. That's something that almost no one uh, other than like libertarians or free market Republican Democrats, however many of those people there are, there's eight well, last time I checked, uh, that they would disagree caveat with. Caveat to that, it can be a good thing if it's a free market mm-hmm. because a higher profit incentivizes more competition to come in and which therefore will reduce the price. Yeah. That's, that's what happens. Now, you probably read that on some kind of Russian disinformation economics well, website. Chan 4. <clears throat> 4chan. Oh, 4chan. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's okay. I go there all the time. People, I, yeah. I'm just dyslexic. You, you don't go there to look at the logo. <laughs> no. Okay. No, the profits Chan are... Chan 4. <laughs> profits, <laughs> profits are a signal to people in the market that, hey, there's money to be made over here. You should bring some investment over here because you can make money. In fact... You could take a little bit less profits and undercut this person. They're making a lot. You could come into the market, maybe make a little bit less than that, and you could take a lot of their business. Now, that occurs in a free market, even sometimes a fairly free market, like a close to a free market. Where it does not occur is where the government totally controls all of the suppliers in the market and most of the demand also. That's where it does not occur. So... They're going to keep trying to control this and ignore supply and demand, but just mark our words if they do go through with this, which this and the next thing we're going to talk about, not likely to actually happen uh, right now unless they were to get a majority in the, uh, a, a larger majority in the Senate without the tiebreaker, not likely to happen, but they'll probably end up doing it sometime. We've had windfall profits, profit taxes before. It's not good. And it's going to lead to worse, worse inflation for people. Mm-hmm. And then they'll blame it on more corporate greed after that. So they should do a 99% tax. That'll yeah. probably make the prices go down. And then we'll be sitting here yelling about how we're always right about everything. But I tell you what, I thought Ron had this dumb belief up in the bag, but this is, uh, this is challenging mm-hmm. for voters out there. And then uh, for number 10, I feel like we just had to mention this. There's no article or anything associated with it, but we talked a lot about it mm-hmm. earlier in the week. And so it deserves to be, it deserves to get a vote. Number 10, President B- Joe Biden to propose new 20% minimum billionaire tax. So even those billionaire taxes, people who, uh, who are worth more than a hundred million. That's so that's weird. a new billionaire, by the way. <laughs> Isn't that if weird? If you are worth more than a hundred million dollars, you are a billionaire. You know, we didn't even talk about that when we talked about it on Monday or whenever it was. Oh, I was saving it for dumb bleep. I was saving that analogy or that analysis for dumb bleep, Nate, because I knew we we're gonna this what? was gonna come up. So now, if you are worth more than a hundred million, 
You're technically a billionaire. You don't have a billion at all anywhere, not even on paper. You only have 10% of it, actually. But you're now classified as a billionaire and will have to pay a billionaire tax. And the money that you didn't take in also will be classified as income. So who cares? While we're making, while we're making stuff up, mm-hmm. why don't we just do that? You got $100 million, you're a billionaire. You didn't make any money, you made money. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, those, those are the bleeps of the dumb right there. Which, by the way, the part of that is that it's going to come from unrealized gains. Mm-hmm. So it's not just people who earn $100 million or more. It's, it's, it's if you're worth, and they're going to tax your worth at 20% of anything over $100 million. On paper. On, so there you go. Number one, the approval rating for President Biden has fallen to its lowest level despite the booming economy. Number two, Republicans are considering impeaching Joe Biden. I think that's a bad idea. Number three, Biden had to use a cheat sheet to answer for the other dumb things that he had said previously. Oh, God, that's pretty dumb, too. <clears throat> Number four. Which, by the way, it's not. A, it's okay to have cheat sheets. Just don't let other people see them. <laughs> that's where you really that's, messed up. That's where you really messed up. <laughs> Number Number four, Kathy Griffin... Super pumped about the eight free COVID tests that come with your fourth COVID shot. If you get a fifth booster, do you get like 16? Does this just keep doubling? <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. It really does if you think about if you don't think about it. Uh, number five, I miss science of molecular biology will decide when it's time to ditch my mask, and it won't be based on science. I'll tell you that. Y'all trying to get me to base my decisions on science? Mm. Mm. It's about how I feel about stuff. Anyway, that's about when she's going to ditch her mask. Number six, the Amazon union vote, 30 bucks an hour. You know what's about to close in Staten Island? Amazon warehouse. That's what's going to happen there. Or prices for consumers are going up. Yeah. Number seven, Ron Perlman, don't say, don't say, you Nazi, you effing fascist. Can't believe Ron DeSantis literally said, don't say gay. That's ridiculous. <laughs> In which case, I agree with him. Yeah. That would be ridiculous, if, wouldn't it? If it if that were true. Were true. That, if the straw man were true, mm-hmm. they would be right. Yeah. And uh, let's see. We went through all that here. Number eight. <clears throat> you can't talk about the slap of if a, you're white. A black man slapping another black man. Yeah. You just can't. Can't talk about black on black crime. See, you see. Black on black slap. You see them over there, they're different from us. You don't talk about what they're doing, okay? They're Dude, separate. so much more racist. I know, it is. That's Doesn't why I'm it, saying it like that. I know. It's like <laughs> you're we're just making more distinctions. Like, it, it's ridiculous. Oh, okay. You can't have an opinion on somebody because of the color of their skin. That's so racist. I know. I know. I wonder if that goes both ways. Oh, can, uh, can black people talk about what two white people are doing? Oh, they sure as hell can. It's in the Geneva yeah, Convention. Look they, it up. They can. Number nine, Bernie Sanders, 95% windfall profits tax. And number 10, Biden's 20% minimum billionaire tax. So there you go. Get your votes in. All right, y'all. Who's, what is going on? <laughs> this is everyone who broke up the bleep of the week tally. There's, yeah. Amanda tries to get them all in order. Oh, yeah. Then 
uh, looks like a couple. <laughs> that one's going crazy. Broke, broke it up there. <laughs> Get your votes in. All right, y'all. While you're getting your votes in, I got to tell you about joining GML.com because that's where you need to go. We appreciate every single one of you that are in the live group. We have a, well, I have a lot of fun joking around with folks. Um, Costco, I'm kidding. I don't hate you. I love you just as much as I did all the other days, <laughs> even though you, you don't hesitate to tell me how much you hate me. And that's fine. Uh, and if you want to know what I'm talking about, then you have to go to joingmail.com and be part of the live group. It's only six bucks a month. Now, of course, fake inflation led to that price increase from five to six. Um, so blame the fake inflation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So six bucks a month. Well, it's actually just us being greedy. It's yeah. not that any of our other expenses had gone up. And so we increased the amount that people needed mm -hmm. to pay correspondingly. It was pure greed on our part. Exactly. For raising that price. So... So if you want to participate in that, which you should, mm -hmm. share the show with a friend, a family member, your children, because we want to raise them right and influence them in the correct way. Um, and then uh, and then we'll talk about the votes. We have, uh, it looks like the winner here uh, would be the Bernie Sanders, 95% tax on big corporations' profits. So Oops. look, look at that. Economics wins. Economics for the win. There you go. Uh, yeah. I still think Ron's was maybe dumber. I thought Ron was going to come in closer than that. It was definitely number two for sure. But yeah, as long as everyone's got their votes in right now, then uh, yeah, it's Bernie Sanders, 95% tax. So there you go. All right. I'm ready to go home. Same. Okay. All right, y'all. If, <laughs> the, if you do all those things, mainly sign up, share the show, those types of things. Come, uh, come into the live classy. group and tell Nate that you love him. And uh, if you do all that, we'll be back again on Monday. Hope you have a good weekend and a good morning liberty. Wait, before we finish, hold on. Oh. I had totally forgotten. I just had to play. I literally didn't end the show yet. So, you know, I had to play this clip that you're going to need to hear. Oh, I need to hear it? Here, Charlie. Yeah, this is, this is important. Now, this is associated with the last one. I know we already did the voting. It doesn't matter. But this was associated with it. We got ourselves a nice Biden whisper. The whispers of Biden uh, came in. And he was talking about this tax when he made this proposal. And we got just the best whisper and also maybe a little bit of truth. I don't know. Let's see what he said. A firefighter and a teacher pay more than double, double the tax rate that a billionaire pays. That's not right. That's not right. It's also not true. Well, that's that's what I liked about it because he said that's not right. It's almost like there was something in his brain that made him say that what he said wasn't right. Yeah. But no, that's that's obviously not what he meant by it. That's not right. How can you have that's the be president of the United States quoting a study that is oh, there's I there's no hope. After that I lost all hope. There's yep. no hope actually. Just because of that right there. There's no hope.